Oh, actually, before we get started, right? So our oh, last no. episode, oh no, I named it "Walk It Out," right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually mad that I didn't start the episode with uh, the song "Walk It Out." Oh, like the one they used to fucking play um, <laughs> from like America's uh, Best Dance Crew. Yeah, I walk it out. I walk it out. I walk it out. Like I was like, like I thought about it. I'm it like, ah, oh, that would be fucking perfect. That actually would have been perfect. missed opportunity. Um, but yeah, welcome back to Till Good Game Do Us Part, uh, episode fourteen. Right? Woo. Did you say woo? Yeah, I said woo. Okay, 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 okay. Henry trying to add a little bit of excitement, even though he just woke up from his nap. Woo! <laughs> I also don't. I, I don't have a voice either, just because my voice is gone. From is it from screaming from too week. much at the concert? Well, it's from the weekend. Yeah, like. BTS, and then on Monday I went to Chromio. So, oh, you just had a wonderful weekend of adventures, huh? I did, I did, I did. Okay, so I got the dock in front of me. You got the dock it up, man? Of course, I have the dock it up. Who the fuck do you think I am? Oh, well, I think you're Henry. Well, I know you're Henry, so, but I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Hmm. So, where do you want to start? Do you want to? Do you want to get back into the the Echo Fox? scandal again just to like because it seems like every time we discuss it more like and more, more keeps coming out added onto it. yeah um yeah all right let's get into it so the lcs has given echo fox an ultimatum of getting admit i'm gonna say the name wrong i'm just gonna say admit the shareholder admit the fuck out of there within 60 days or they're getting kicked out of the lcs that's the update. That I mean, there's not much else. Uh, there was the update, or not update, but there was uh, another shareholder, not related to Echo Fox. I think it was yeah. a different company. Yeah. But he came out and was like, "Yo, what this dude is saying and doing is not new. It's well documented." He had some receipts and some text messages of him being racist and hostile again. But the dude pretty much came out only to say, like, I don't know what you guys expected. He's always been like this type of person. Yeah. This is a new behavior. So it's not surprising to me. No. But um, I, mean, I think it's really I think it's very good that like the LCS is like, yo, get this guy out of here. I don't want him. Do you, I don't do, want you this guy. do you think the Echo Fox is going to be able to accomplish that? Well, I think because if they're getting pressure both from Rick Fox and from the LCS, I think it was going to happen. See, I don't think they're getting p- pressured from uh, Rick, though. Mm. I think he's more of, he's came out and said it, like, if he doesn't leave, I'll leave. If he leaves, I'll stay. Yeah. I think more uh, of the pressure comes just... I was going to say, you don't think that's a little bit of pressure? A, a little bit, but not like a do or die kind of thing. Cause I feel like with him, it's like if he leaves, if he leaves, he leaves and I'll stay. If he does it, then I'm out. But I know that Rick Fox doesn't want to part ways with it because I feel like he wants to grow this into something like mm-hmm. bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. But to him, I think it's more, what's more important is his stance and what, what he believes in. Mm. So I don't think he wants to pressure Echo Fox and be like, remove him remove him remove him it's more like hey <laughs> excuse me 
Hey, hey cough, you, cough. <laughs> hey, you know where I stand on this. Either he's out or I'm out. There's like no in between. Mm. So like what's going to happen? And then I feel like the LCS came in and was like, all right, like (laughs) clearly you guys aren't taking this serious. So Mm. we're going to apply some pressure. Yeah. And now they have 60 days to get rid of this guy. Do you think they'll be able to do it? I 100% think they will now. I think now, you know, I, I think it was like, all right, we're not going to, you know, all right, we'll lose Rick Fox, but shit, we'll get kicked out. Nah, I'm good. So fuck this guy. We're kicking him out. I, do you th- I would assume that there's like more legal stuff, but I think what will happen, this is my own speculation. I think what will happen is they will start making the efforts to get rid of him legally. Mm. Um, I feel like they're going to go over the 60 days. Mm. And, but they will inform Riot and say, hey, no, 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 no. Like, we want this spot. Don't kick us out. We're literally actively working to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Um. Now, if Riot says, nah, you had 60 days to do it, and it's up, you're out. But I think that they will actively try to get him out with, within that 60 days. Now, I don't think they'll hit the marker. But I do think they will work toward it because the org itself having not much to do with this guy aside from taking his money don't want to lose that slot in the LCS because that's such a big moneymaker for that organization. So, yeah, that's that's the uh, Echo Fox update. Didn't we have like a name for that segment? Like Fox, Fox update watch. or something? A Fox watch. That's what it was. Rick Fox watch. That's your update for Fox said, watch. Or he said Echo Fox watch. That's, that's That works. Yeah. So let's move I, into... I, oh, go ahead. I Oh, where are you going to go? Because I, since we're staying on the subject of like organizations having some fucked up shady things happening, I wanted to move into not the big story, but it kind of is the big story of this week. Damn, you want to get into it that early? I think I do. I think we got to talk about it right up front. Wait, wait, wait. We should we should start with uh, Optic before we dive into that. Only because sequence of events and because that's that's way big to be like our second lead, you know? All right, all right, all right. All, all right, right, so right. let's get into Optic a little bit. So um, Hector is seeking to essentially save optic mm. he's he's uh it's been and how do i how do i put this pretty much he put in a bid for buying back optic essentially so that immortals can't take that yeah. spot and dissolve the organization essentially mm. essentially um because a lot of people are speculating that if Immortals do buy Optic, they're going to dissolve all the teams or sell off most of the players solely so that they can play in the LCS. Mm. The thing that worries me about that, and I don't know if I discussed this last week, is does Immortal not have uh, a League of Legends roster 
And if they do, are they just going to sell all the optic players and put their lead players in? Or are they rolling with the optic team? Because I'm assuming since they tried to buy into the LCS and they got rejected, that means that they would have had players on contracts signed Mm. to their roster. Mm. Because how's, like, would you sign the players after you buy in? Yeah. I feel like that would be, like, too late. But it's possible. Mm. I don't know. But what do you think about Hector uh, trying to buy back Optic? I mean, I think he's doing it mostly uh, because he wants to. He wants to save it, you know. I don't think he. I, he. I think he's trying to. He's trying to look out for the players. I mean, he's he's a former owner, current CEO, and I think he wants to be an owner again, just so the fact that he doesn't have to let, so that the players don't have to suffer. I think that's he's trying to make this move to save his players. Um, which is good. Which I think is a very good move and a good decision, but I think also it's like if you can't, if you don't have the resources, like why are you going to try? But it yeah. clearly shows that he kind of does have the research at least to buy them. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure he has the resources. I think at this point, mm. it'll probably come down to uh, politics. Mm. Uh, I think that bid is supposed to close, if I'm not mistaken, at the end of this month. So we should find out who got it. Mm-hmm. The worrisome thing with it is if Optic is bought by Immortals, do you think that Immortals not buying into the COD franchise affects other franchises from buying in? Like, for example, it... uh Teams you won't see have an issue buying in pretty much is Phase, 100 Thieves, can't say Optic because they'll be bought out. So I don't know who's left. So Mm -hmm. do you think that if Immortals were to purchase them, like that affects like people are going to be like, well, you know, they just bought an entire org and now they're not dealing within this league. Should we sign in? You know what I mean? Like where are we going to get the funds? Is it worth it? No, I think that I don't think that's going to affect anybody. I think people are still going to join because of the potential that it has to joining. Um, I think it'd be very dumb if you were just like, ah, never mind, um, and not and not join. Uh, I think it'd be kind of a wasted opportunity for these other organizations. Okay. I mean, that's how that's how I feel. How you feeling about that? I think it could. I think it would have played a lot on. The people who don't have the Overwatch League teams, mm-hmm. I think it would play on like their mentality. Excuse me, mentality. Like they'd be skeptical. Like, hey, Immortals bought an entire org. They already have an Overwatch team. They are bought into the Overwatch League, yet they don't want a spot in the Call of Duty franchise league. Like, that would make me skeptical. Like, why are you so confident on the Overwatch League, but not Call of Duty? Is it because the number you, you see the current numbers of, of Call of Duty and don't believe that that's a transferable audience that will watch? 
or that the numbers are just going to decrease from what they are well, now. Well, first off, I'm already saying that the the audience for for Overwatch League is not going to be transferring over to to Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm already saying that it's a different community, it's a different vibe. Like, do you know how many fucking Overwatch players in general are just like, oh my god, and the Call of Duty series? Like, you think they're going to want to watch it on a professional level? No. Well, I, th- uh-huh. I think I think they know they're aiming for two different audience audiences. Yeah. So that's why it would make me skeptical because it was like, all right, if you're aiming for two different audience, and that is essentially a larger, because they're all there for esports, right? So it's like, yeah, even though they're viewing different games, that's still an opportunity to market toward people. So if this team isn't invested in I mean, marketing to be, a bunch of people, why not? It could be because of the idea of like, it's like, uh, like, oh, well, maybe we should. If they don't, it could come from, stem from the idea of like, well, maybe we shouldn't like do it because it'd be less room for advertisements and advertising opportunities as opposed to like the Overwatch League teams. Because mm. you know how the, those teams, uh, we talked about this, they get all these random sponsorships um, from grocery stores, of cell phone. Yeah. And who knows? I don't know if we're going to get that in the Call of Duty League. So that could be also another hesitation with those people, not just Immortals not joining. You know, it could be a couple, True. many other reasons besides just they seeing, oh, we, besides not seeing Immortals join. Gotcha. And I don't know, just randomly thought about it. Like you said, them getting like local sponsors and things like that. I'm pretty sure like a lot of those sponsors wouldn't want like, Call of Duty banners and whatnot in the store. Like, you know, it Call of Duty has always had like somewhat of a bad rep with parents and yeah. whatnot. So yeah. that probably wouldn't be the best look local sponsorship wise. So yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, that that's that's the optic excuse me. I don't know what's up that's with the, me today. That's the optic update. Yeah. We got all the updates today. Pretty much. But yeah, let's let's I'm gonna keep an eye out on that because I'm super interested in it. Um, mainly because it's like there's little bits and pieces um, coming out about like what's happening, but like it's it's a lot of speculation because like no one's sure. No one knows, and no one's yeah. making official statements. Oh, yeah. Appar- but apparently, Hector Mech with the. Uh, Immortal CEO on yeah. uh, May 15th mm-hmm. about discussing Optic's day-to-day operations for the mm-hmm. Call of Duty franchise. So mm-hmm. maybe 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 if Immortals buy out, they'll be like, alright. But, but my thing is, it's like Optic is such a massive brand. Like, you can't just get rid of the name. Like, Yes, people, there will be some people that come over and follow, but there are some people who only know Optic for Optic, not per se Call of Duty. So, like, the Call of Duty people will follow over, but you then lose that large audience of just casual Optic fans. Like, I'm a fan of the brand. You kind of lose that because, like, what if whoever's above Hector at Immortals is like, all right, you got to change this, this, and this, and it yeah, just I mean, doesn't fit with that optic lifestyle. I mean, you're yeah, I was you're especially getting um, you're starting to get more and more companies that are 
what's it called? You're starting to get more and more companies that are. Jesus Christ! I just blanked out what the fuck I was gonna say. <laughs> um, you're starting to get more and more companies that are like uh, moving not only just from like an esports organization, but to like almost like a gaming lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know, you know, I'm not saying Optic is there yet, but I am saying that like it's potentially one of those companies that could become a um, like a gaming sort of lifestyle brand. I think there are uh, right now. I think right now we have three, three head esports orgs that are mainly now seen as lifestyle brands to some extent more than esports, but it's optic 100 T and phase. I mean, if you saw, if you saw like, uh, um, like a hundred thieves, they, their, their newest collection, like that spring collection, like that, did they sell out in like a day or something like that? Dude, I think or they like, sold out in a few hours. Yeah, because like is- I saw it, saw the link, and then next thing you know, like after lunch, there was like none. Like when I came back, I was like, "Oh, okay, they sold out. Nice." Then you try to cop something. I wanted the jacket. I wanted the jacket. The like camo jacket thingy, right? The red jacket. Tropical. The red jacket. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the red jacket seemed really dope, actually. I'm really sorry if I sound low for two seconds. I like no, you're good. You're good. You're good. To grab water. I really want to touch the T1 hoodie because they say it's super soft and it looks super soft, but I've like I need to feel it. I need to know. Well, if we go to TwitchCon, we'll be able to see how soft it is because if they're there, Who, who's gonna let? Hey, uh, Nate shot. Can I touch your hoodie? Like, no, that's fucking weird, bro. Or just hey, random kid in a hundred thieves gear. Um, your shit looks dope. Do you mind if I just like poke it for two seconds? Hey man, fuck them kids. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, but while we're talking about Overwatch League, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get this quick. It's just very small. How do you feel do about them Don't signing a deal with Upper Deck? Don't fucking do this. What? Don't do this. They signed a deal with Upper Deck. They're going to be player trading cards. There's not that there are going to be. There are. Because they showed them off at the... Uh, at the all-star game i don't need trading cards what the fuck why don't you need trading cards you don't want to have like a holographic uh eqo trading card no wow somebody's a fucking hater i just think this is such a dumb thing like who collects trading cards people that play magic okay but you can't use the cards to fight each other. You don't know that. <laughs> can you? Can you? I, I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate for like no reason. For no reason because there was something. They're like, oh, build your ultimate team and do well with them. What am I going to verse my friend at school? No. You might have like in school uh, fantasy drafts. No. no, I'm done with you. <laughs> nobody is that. Nobody is that dedicated like that. To have cards of Overwatch League players. I'm sorry, I, and I enjoy the Overwatch League. I enjoy some of the players. I think they'll... But it looks... It's so... It's dumb. It's, it's, it's very dumb. So it's not just trading cards, though. It's stickers, sticker books, prints, posters, and other memorabilia. Again, I don't <laughs> want a giant poster of, like, Sinatra on my wall. Does anybody? Hey, man. I'm not that deep into Overwatch, right? While it sounds super corny, right? I can see 
why they're doing it and what they're trying to accomplish. Do I think they will accomplish it? No. Like, I don't think they're going to hit their goal. What do you think their goal is? I think their goal is to, outside of just selling the product, literally have literally have kids and teenagers like that are in school who are fans of Overwatch. They're trying to get them more interested in the Overwatch League. So like the fact that they're going to start, that they see it on Disney and are seeing it on their television, that'll make them want, like when they're in the store, they'll see stickers, they'll see folders, they'll see binders, they'll see uh, posters and the trading cards and they'll want to buy them. Okay. Stickers are cool. Uh, Logos of teams, cool. Posters of teams, cool. Binders, cool. I don't want a player, though, because players get traded. Players move around. Players... (sighs) Yeah, that's that's another reason why I say it won't work, because... (laughs) Just have... Just have the logos. Like, have the logos. Yeah, that... That's why I say they won't hit their goal. Because this goes to show that they're not super familiar with esports and how rosters and player changes happen. Like, it's overnight that someone could be playing for Washington Justice. Yeah, and like then the next, the NFL, they're playing in San the Francisco. NFL, the NFL, if you get, uh, like, being kicked off a team or, like, being traded early on, usually a bad sign. In, like, esports, it's usually just because, like, Eh, I want this player. Eh, all right, cool. Bye. Yeah. It's and a more casual thing. Exactly. So they will spend a lot more money printing this stuff out to sell it. And again, it will sell, but not to their expectations. It'll only sell because kids know Overwatch. Yeah. And the only other thing that I could see them doing to kind of get rid of like stock of this stuff is having exclusive deals or sales or packages. Hey, come to Overwatch League Finals, get a booster pack or something of player cards. You know what I mean? Like, kind of to be like... I think they did at All-Stars. I can't remember. I think they actually gave away some of the the starter decks or booster packs um, at the All-Star event. I don't know if they just gave it to players and staff or I don't know if they gave it to everybody. But yeah, especially with uh, the homestead stuff and yeah. the uh, geolocation, I could definitely see this is it's something tangible that you can now buy at one of the geolocations when the games start happening. So you can go to a New York Celsius game and be able to buy the roster's uh, card pack at the arena store. It, it's literally just something to create stuff to sell that will potentially generate money. But again, I don't think it'll meet their expectations. I think it'll I think sell, looked, just not what they want. I think they should have looked at the uh, <coughs> the um, the sales last year of uh-huh. the various th- of the various products from the Overwatch League store. What sold the most were jerseys. Jerseys have obviously sold the most. Merchandising like products like. Um, Socks, hoodies, stuff like that sold. Hats, snapbacks that had logos of the teams on there. You know what really didn't sell as much? 
the fucking shitty like signed posters of the players that just had the player and then like a signature. Nobody wanted that. I think they should have looked at that and been like, oh, they don't want this. Let's just create like cards of like of the logos of the team. We don't need the players on there, but fucking who the fuck am I to say? Whatever. So you will not be purchasing an Overwatch piece of crap. I will not be purchasing. Got it. All right. Upper deck Overwatch League things. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? They're going to do some weird thing where they're going to put like images of like the collector cards in a bomber jacket and you're going to be so conflicted because I know you love your bomber jackets. I'm so tired of bomber jackets. You know why? Because I love fucking bomber jackets and everywhere I go for a pop-up store for anything, there's always a bomber jacket. Yesterday, I went to the BTS pop-up store and what do they have? A $297 bomber jacket. You know whose dumbass almost bought it? This guy on the mic right now. Jesus. Because they know I'm a sucker for that shit. Would you have cried afterwards? I probably would have. I probably would have. I probably would have cried when I got the bag back. (laughs) If like as soon as the bag was the jacket was in my hands, I would have just started crying. Then I'm like, oh, are you crying out of happiness? No, no. I just worked the five day shift. I don't need this shit. Anyways, (laughs) that's all I'm gonna have to say about um that. Don't worry. If if I end up at TwitchCon, I'll protect you from buying more bomber jackets. I promise. All right, cool. Cool, All right. I guess we can get into our big story now. The big story. The organization drama broke. Phase what was this? Drama. Yesterday? That it broke? The 20th. Yeah, the 20th and the 19th. Which is kind of good that we didn't record and then this happened. So I'm actually happy. But Tisu, Tifu. I don't know which one he wants to go by now. Phase two, Tifu is suing Phase Clan over his contract. There's so much with this that I don't. I really don't know where to start with it. Did you read the article from a yes. Hollywood Reporter? Yeah. yeah. I didn't read too much over the actual uh, case or yeah. like document that was attached. Yeah. Um, because so much there was so much information to keep up with that yeah. I was trying to keep up with information as it was coming versus going through that. So at some point I will read it. But the gist of it is Tifu is signing or excuse me, suing phase due to them taking eighty percent of his sponsorship deal money, um yep. <clears throat> forcing him to drink while he was underage and performed stunts that he didn't want to perform. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Face came out and said, Hey, we don't know what he's talking about. We've only collected 60 K since he's been signed um, under our brand. We haven't taken any other, any other money from him. We don't know where this is coming from. Boom. Right. Just of it. Yep. My biggest issue with this is not even the actual case itself, right? Mm-hmm. My issue is the way that Phase Banks is handling the situation per se. 
Uh, you mean on a more personal level? Yes. And, and saying shit like, I thought we could be brothers, but clearly you proved me wrong and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So I know it was yeah. that was that something he said in his video? Like I Yeah. Okay. So I didn't yeah. watch I didn't watch that video because I feel like I get it. I understand. He's hurt. He, he him and this guy were friends, you know, he he considered him family, a brother, X, Y, and Z. I think that and this is a big problem in esports, is too many people do too many people do business with people that they're friends with and think mm-hmm. that that friendship is going to solidify and say like, hey, this business will work because we're friends. Yeah. And then money gets involved and then there's issues, right? Yeah. And a lot of these players and streamers don't have lawyers. They might have managers, but they don't have an agent. They don't have lawyers. So it's like there's no mediator so then it's like, well, you're doing this and you shouldn't do this because we're friends. And it's like, okay, yeah, we're friends, but like this doesn't have anything to do with our friendship. This is about money and business. Exactly. And I think because so many people who are young in esports don't understand that. And yeah. I would say I'm a person who doesn't understand it as well to some extent, but I'm familiar with business and French. You know, business and friendship getting mixed together and people conf- uh, having to headbutt the two because they think it's the same thing or that they correlate, right? Yeah. I think it's the idea also that because <clears throat> it's, it's, it's again, it harkens back to the idea that people don't, you don't know what you're doing because you're not an adult yet. And you're getting involved in organizations and stuff when you're, what, 16, 17, 18, when you haven't even graduated high school yet. You have never, you don't know what to do because you've never had to deal with that stuff. It's not like these kids are studying business degrees and stuff like that and they get recruited and like they they get to learn all this stuff. No, nobody teaches them. And that's also the reason why they get preyed upon. Yeah. And that's why because it's easy to manipulate these people. And it was like back in the day when when younger kids would be like child actors and stuff like that, you know, talent agencies would make fun of, would uh, take advantage of them until it was regulated. And right now, nobody's regulating this shit because it's the fucking wild west in, in right now because everybody's just trying to get some money and everybody's making money. So everyone's like, all right, well, they're probably making it because they're just fucking over these kids. And it's 90% of the time it's true. Yeah. And again, like you just said, this isn't, these are kids who are coming out of high school and almost like middle school at this point. This is stuff that's not being taught in school. Like no one learns this. And if you do, it's a very small amount. Because we live in a society where it's like, where, uh, where we spent years ignoring gaming culture and ignoring, you know, scoffing at the idea of being a, a professional esports player or a content creator on YouTube or a Twitch streamer as it being a viable career. We scoffed at it for years. We made fun of people for it. We said it was impossible. <coughs> and they have people like Ninja who reports making $10 million a year just from Fortnite, not even from sponsored brand deals or anything like that. And now everybody's suddenly like, oh shit. And nobody wants to put in the time and the effort to protect kids. They want to put in the time and the effort to get money. They don't want to do it to protect kids. Yeah. And I think the reason why Tyler does so well is because of the fact that he's older. 
because he has a better head on his sense. And he's been in the industry for a long time. Because he has life experience and gaming experience. Yeah. And I I don't want to take that away from the people at FaZe because I know a lot of those guys have been in YouTube and the gaming scene for a while. Um, But I, I don't know how much business is happening with certain members of that organization, right? And with Tifu, th- this is another reason why I don't, I kind of have a hard time understanding where Banks is coming from. And again, I'm not in his situation, but I don't think Tifu is doing this out of spite to phase members. Yeah, I think, I think he's doing it to the organization because he feels like he's being robbed of money. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and if he is, right, being mm-hmm. taken advantage of by the organization, I don't think it's anyone that we have seen with Tifu or that it's, in a sense, uh, friends with Tifu. I think it's someone who handles finance or some type of management. If it, if it occurred, it happened there. And I think that's where my issue with Banks taking it so personally <laughs> comes into because I don't think he's doing this to spite you or to ruin a friendship. I think something happened that Banks was not privy to that Tifu might have brought up and it wasn't taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And now it's escalated because it's... I think it's stated in the article that Tifu has been trying to get out of his contract with Faze since like September. Yeah. And so if he tried to get out of it then and that he wasn't let out of that deal, then yes, he's obviously going to actively seek ways to get yeah, out of it. He's obviously going to seek legal advice, but so it's the idea of people not taking kids seriously. Of being like, oh, okay, what are you gonna do? Sue me? Oh, you already signed this contract, dumbass, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, like, you know, there are legal ways now to get out of a contract. Yeah. Like, if it's if it's seen as oppressive or anything like that, or, or offensive or harmful, like, you could find a way to get out of it. Like, what the fuck? Do you not, do you not realize it's 2019? <laughs> I think, I think it goes a little bit in, in agreement with what you're saying. I think it also plays the fact that. If he brings it up to certain, uh, I guess, senior members of FaZe, the conversation is then going to go from, well, why do you want to get out of your contract? And it's going to be like, a, yo, you don't want to be a part of like FaZe? Like, we're family. Like, we're friends, right? Like, why are you trying to leave us, dog? Like, how's that going to yeah. look? You know what I mean? I think they would have tried to flip it <coughs> on him and make him feel guilty for wanting out of his contract. Not... Not to say like the contract was to take advantage of him again, because I we don't know that. But I think they would have tried to flip it because they know how much attention and money he now brings to the org. Yeah. And with with Banks being very hurt by the situation, he kept bringing up the fact that. Essentially, he made Tifu, you know, he went out and bought him computers with his own money and all this other stuff. And he's like, I made this kid like, you know, this is betrayal, blah, blah, blah. Well, first of all, 
banks. I don't have 4K to drop on anyone, but I wouldn't have mm. used 4K to drop on uh, someone who I wanted to sign to an org. I would have either used the company's money or I would have signed him and then got him there. Yeah. Instead of saying like, because not to say like <laughs> Banks did this to himself, but it's like, I feel like you went into this trying to make this friendship into a sort of a business thing. Yeah. I and mean, now that it backfired, it. you're hurt. And and that's the thing. You come if you come into things expecting to be like, oh, we're boys, we're boys, we're boys. He can't hurt me, we can't hurt me. It's like people are fucking selfish at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're boys or whatever. Sometimes you could be selfish and be like, That's my boy, but I wanna get paid. I'm I'm I like I feel like someone's stealing my money. I gotta fight for myself. Oh, why would you do that? I feel like you betrayed blah blah blah. You did it. No, like it's not about it. Maybe it is about betrayal, but at the same token, it's like people are selfish regardless. And, yeah. it, it, and for some reason, when people think that no one's going to be like, oh, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. We're friends. We're friends. Nah, man. When it comes to money, friendship doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Especially and, when it's a millions of dollars. And it's and it's possible that it's possible that uh, banks <clears throat> went into it with genuine intent and trying to bend, build a genuine friendship and trying, you know, yeah. building that friendship and then be like, you know what? I like, like, I, this is my friend. This is my homie. I'm going to try to put him on. And I'm not saying, Tifu yeah. gets on, gets the money, and then sees, like, yo, I'm, I'm getting bread. I don't need this anymore. I'm out. Like, betrayal happens. And I feel like Banks kind of took his position for granted in, like, Somebody can betray you. Someone may not be, you might be looking out for someone's best interest, but they're not looking out for yours. Mm. Regardless of you helping them or not. Tifu probably, Tifu probably got to uh, a point where he realized I'm now bigger than FaZe Clan. I don't need it. Yeah. And instead of thinking, yo, this is my homie, this is my friend, let me have a conversation with him before I do or say anything. He might have just been like, Tifu might have looked at it like, this was all business to me. Yeah. This friendship was, you know, a business ship, not really a friendship. Yeah. I mean, have you seen uh, uh, FaZe Cloak, his statement on everything? Uh, I did not. The last thing that I saw was like <coughs> the Keemstar interview. Uh, so... Banks. So was it yesterday? Yeah. So yesterday, um, Face Cloak put out a statement, basically saying this is his point of view. It's not Tifu's. He's like he when he joined Face back in 2018, it was great. Everything was smooth. Um, you know, when they replaced uh, when 72 Hours like kind of left the organization, and Troy and Tifu came in. Um, you know that you know he got joined and like even though he always thought like oh tifu seems like a great solo player like he wouldn't really click with a team or organization he did and he really like clicked with everyone and got along and the idea is that he's saying is that um uh banks shouldn't be getting hate for everything that's going down um that it's it basically says uh quote banks shouldn't be getting hate for anything in your old brain that if you think he has anything to do with anything bad that has happened 
Everything that everything that you see FaZe doing today is because of him. He has shown us nothing but love and appreciation as he does every player and has and that has ever played for FaZe. Unfortunately we didn't see eye to eye with some management. Lots of people want to make a lot right, but their hands were tied. Contract things that happen behind the scenes, situations that will not be involving Bank. Banks is the man and has done nothing but his heart and me from the start and forces everything into an org more than I've ever seen anyone do before and I love that man to death so <clears throat> what it sounds like is it sounds like Cloaks is kind of coming out saying basically like listen there are a lot of fucked up things in FaZe Clan there are a lot of fucked up shady things like contract wise and stuff but there's a lot of things that Banks can't do because he's, his hands are tied but behind contracts and behind legal stuff and behind bank stuff that is never and, that is, and uh, money stuff that is never going to come to light. But you guys have to understand, like, Banks is a good dude and he always tried his best, which that's the vibe I got from the whole thing. But I think also at the same token, uh, because Banks put so much effort and put so much love and care into Tifu, that's why this hurts even more because he doesn't yeah. want to, he's trying not to treat it like a business. He's trying to treat it like friends. And I think in order for Banks to kind of be able to, like, recover, or take blows a little bit either. He has to start seeing some of his relationship with some of the players for FaZe as more so business related. So he doesn't feel like he's being betrayed or he doesn't feel, or like, you know, so if you're able to move past that, you're able to like walk away from that and be like, all right, cool. It was a fucked up situation, but I got to move on. And I think yeah. that's a very hard thing to do. And that's, yeah. the, I think that that's, again, the drawback of getting into a, a business with your friends is is knowing when to, to, uh, to settle things to, to settle things for, on a friend-to-friend basis versus a, on a business-to-business. And that's why you should always, when you get involved with a business with your friends, if you start to get popular, involve a third party. Involve a legal team. Involve a third party that see can that can see both your guys' point of views and be like, all right, A is right, or B is right, or you're both fucking wrong. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to start to take things way too personally, and you're going to start to, like, create videos and say things like like banks did which again i'm not really shitting on banks i'm just saying like he didn't need to and he did offer like a formal apology today mm-hmm. he was like uh he was like where is it he's like my emotions definitely got the better of me yesterday i'm sorry you guys had to see that for the for the people who wrote me privately and checked in i appreciate it um you've all seen and heard enough for me in the last 24 hours taking a few days to chill love you which I think it should have been, that should have been his initial stuff. It's been like, I got a lot of shit going in my brain after this. I don't really want to, I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, give me a few days to sort it out. Love y'all. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's where I'm with, I, I stand with you in that same sentiment, right? I think Bates reacted very hastily. It was very emotional. And I don't knock him. I Again, I totally understand where he's coming from. He felt that it was a, a friendship thing. Now, the situation, I think, will help banks grow, understand, hey, sometimes I have to separate business and friendship and know that there's a difference between it. And if I don't want this friendship to be ruined by business, like you said, get a third party, have lawyers yeah. discuss it so that I don't feel... Like I'm betraying my friend or my friend is betraying me. This is all legal matters at this point, right? Yeah. I and again, I I with Banks being so emotional about the situation, him reacting so hastily, 
could have been prevented, but only on his own accord. But I think it would have helped him because I felt at first I thought with the way he's behaving, he's going to hurt what he's built. Yeah. Because he's reacting solely off emotion. He's not thinking about what he's saying or who he's saying it to. Like, yeah. for example, when he came at <laughs> Nate Shot. Yeah, Nate Shot's tweet was kind of, you know, a subtweet and a jab. But Nate was not directing it at Banks. He wasn't directing it at Adept or in temper. He wasn't uh, directing it toward a single member of FaZe. I think yeah. he saw a situation occurring with people that he's friends with say, and came out and kind of said, hey, shady stuff happens all the time within this industry. This isn't surprising. Now, yeah. again, I think it was someone in management who is not privy to the public and who may not be I guess familiar with the culture of esports or phase. Yeah. And that's where the shadiness came in. I don't think it was a phase clan member. Like I don't the the people that we see and you know that that are phased to us. I don't think any of those people had anything to do with it. Yeah. And that's what kind of confused me when Banks came out and came at Nate Shot and was just like, you know, on his Twitter rant, it was like, dude, no one said your name. No yeah. one said any FaZe clan member's name. But you're throwing out all this uh hasty aggression, you know, telling you're gonna ruin telling Nate Shot you're gonna like fuck up everything for him and like ruin his career or whatever he tweeted out. It was just like how did no one in the phase house say, yo, chill, like, don't tweet this, like, put your phone down, like, let's sit down, have a conversation, talk to some, you know, legal or management or whoever, and figure yeah. this out before we do any more damage. Yeah. Because, again, if if Banks doesn't say anything, and I get it, he's a content creator, he took, he subconsciously took advantage of the situation, Okay, I understand that, right? But it's like, do you risk doing that and damaging what you built because you feel a certain type of way when you probably know with your business mind, I should probably chill <clears throat> and yeah. figure this out since this is just hitting me and I'm not sure what's going on. Well, but instead, it was just like you saw FaZe Clan, someone yeah. from your team and was like, Nah, all hell breaks breaks. I think it now. also it's also the idea of like we we live in a society a very reactionary society. Mm -hmm. We don't want to like just as people in general. We don't like wait. We don't wait for the facts. We immediately just like yo fuck that guy, yo yeah. fuck him. Um, and then like later on, like yo, I was too much. I let the better guess get of me. Like, sorry. Um, and Banks said that too. He was like. He definitely got like tweets and messages from people saying like, yo, how could you do that to Tifu? You guys are shady. And it's and I kind of get what he was saying, like, yo, you know me. Like you you've you've had conversations with me. Yeah. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And I feel like he should have took that as like a okay, you clearly don't know who FaZe Banks is. Like, even though I've talked to you, you don't know me, clearly. 
and and I understand that can get to you, but I think with it coming at him so fast, and again, him being a content creator yeah. and a YouTuber and like drama, like I think subconsciously his mind was like, just put it all out there. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, like I know, like Keemstar was like, we, you mentioned it before. Keemstar was like, oh, I'll if you guys sponsor me and give me like sixty thousand dollars. Like, um, I'll do Fortnite Fridays, and and like, uh, Banks was just immediately like, he was like, yo, he's like, fucking do it. I don't care about that fucking kid's money. I never wanted it. It's like, all right, damn. Like, you knew he did that to add some fuel to the fire, yet you still fell for that shit. Like, damn. Yeah. And 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 Keemstar definitely played to his emotions a little bit. Yeah. And the fact that I like, I think most people knew, like, you know. Keemstar and Banks are friends, and like that drama alert interview was coming, but it wasn't much of an interview though. It was yeah. still Banks kind of ranting and saying how hurt he was, and I have this code Tifu tattoo on me, and it was like, Banks, what are you doing, dude? Like you've already went on your Kanye Twitter rant. Chill. Yeah. Like you've said what you had to say. Let your legal team handle it. We get it. You're upset. But like you talking to Keemstar, going on a Twitter rant, making the Dear Tifu video, like you're just you're you're saying stuff like a broken record at this point. And it's like you're you're not even addressing what Tifu has said FaZe has taken from him. Because apparently when it first came out, uh Banks tweeted and was like, yo, we never took any prize money from Tifu. But it's like he never said anything about prize money. He said yeah. you guys took 80% of his sponsorship content through phase. He didn't mm-hmm. say his prize money, um what well, what else did they bring up? Uh mm-hmm. Twitch revenue, YouTube revenue or any of his social media, right? It was only yeah. stuff that was branded through phase and their sponsors. So the fact that he immediately threw out, yo, we never took prize money was kind of like, wait, what? That's kind of fishy. Yeah. And at first I thought it was like, all right, obviously something happened and Banks is trying to hide it. But then it made me think like the more that I started seeing him talk and hearing him talk, it was like, he's not fully aware of the situation right now. He's literally responding onto stuff he's hearing and probably stuff that people like screenshots that people are sending him that might not be factual to, you know, to some extent, because again, no one ever said, Hey, phase took 80% of Tfue's overall income. Yeah. It was only sponsorship deals. And he said that, he had an oppressive contract where he couldn't sign um, certain, I guess, individual sponsorships due to conflict of interest. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was basically like it was preventing him from having op- that bigger opportunities yeah. for himself. So. Uh, but apparently the opportunity that he was supposed to have was not necessarily a conflict of interest. I guess it was just a lot of money and they didn't want him having that, that possibly. Um but if it was I like think, a conflict of interest thing, I totally understand why they said, no, you can't take that deal. 
I think for the biggest, I think the big thing now is, um, especially considering there are a lot of phase players coming out like in support of mm-hmm. of the phase organization. I think the best thing is like wait is to wait a couple days, and then I feel like we're gonna have a nice juicy update this weekend when we record. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I I I don't think phase members are a hundred percent privy to like maybe what Tifu is getting at. Yeah. Because I, again, I think it was something with management. I don't think it was um the members. Yeah. Like the faces of phase. Yeah. Um, but there's another point that people brought up. That's a good thing. That this that this whole thing has brought up a good conversation of. People are now saying that, or they have been saying it, but now it's on a larger scale, that organizations should not be representing players as their talent agency, nor as their agents, right? Because apparently it's, it's, it's been known that organizations have been telling players, you know, what individual sponsors they can have, who they can talk to and sign with and have partnerships with with and that affects like who their partners are with are on stream they can't have it individually because it'll affect like their team branding and a lot of all this other stuff to some point i understood it but i'm in agreement organizations should not be acting as a as a player's agent because at that point they're not acting in the player's best interest they're acting as yeah in the org's own best interest yeah because again a lot of these own orgs are probably not making money so they're like all right if we tell these players who enhance uh who they can and can't deal with that's money that we can con- control yeah that's oh, money that we cool. see coming in and i think that's a good thing and Another thing that I've learned, uh, according to California law, is that you cannot do or even say that you are a talent agent or representing someone as a talent agent if you haven't like done the California um, talent agency registration. So technically, if your name or company is not in that database, you can't even go out and say, hey, I'm representing this person um, as their talent agent. In, in the state of California. So the fact that esports is already like a capital out of LA, there should be out of all those content houses and esports players, I'm pretty sure most of those people <coughs> don't have an agent outside of like, what is it, Evolve GG talent and yeah. the few other talent agency uh, agencies ever, that are sprinkled in the industry. Do you ever think that like, like sports had these same issues going on but because there wasn't social media around like all this stuff was like stayed pretty hidden 100% and the I reason I thought sorry no no that, that that no that works perfectly because that's kind of what I wanted to get into is yes sports have had these issues and like you said because social media wasn't a big thing it was probably able to be handled better where well, like if you like, imagine well, you if we didn't have Twitter. Weren't, you weren't right? ranting on Twitter. Yeah, you were ranting to your girlfriend, and then nobody else was heard about it. You ranted to your best friend, and then that's it. And then oh. like, yeah. Oh, so so I was gonna say like maybe in a certain age, 
you could go to uh, a newspaper or a magazine. But by then, by the time that got that interview happened and got printed, not to say like the situation would have been handled, but it, it, it it's not going to hold this the uh, the same consequences as an immediate tweet two seconds yeah. after reading, hey, your company's getting sued. Yeah. They had to like yeah. go out and actively be like, hey, I'm bringing this information to you guys. Put it out. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think I think it did happen in sports. Um, and I think part of the reason sports may have been able to handle the situation quicker uh, and more reason- reasonably than esports yeah. does is because you have associations with uh, traditional sports. You have yeah. the people that control the leagues. Publishers aren't a lot of publishers aren't willing to step in and uh, allow because again that's intellectual property of a publisher and a developer. You can't really solidify an organization or uh, an association to some extent without the backing or approval of that publisher and developer because they make the right. game right. Right. So until we start seeing individual uh, associations establish themselves for esports, and and it it can't it, there there cannot be an overall. Esports association. Excuse me. Why? Why the fuck can I say association all of a sudden? Jesus. Because one, there are too many different games, and it just doesn't work because every ecosystem for each game works differently to some extent. Right. It's, it can't be like FIFA, because FIFA essentially is one massive association. But it covers different leagues, but those leagues are all playing the same sport. Mm. You might be able to have some form of a large esports association, but it'll be so broad that it may almost seem pointless unless it's literally just a way to regulate certain leagues who decide hey, we want to be a part of this overall esports association um, with our league. And then all of those have some type of compliances they need to follow. And then each league will then have its own set of rules as well. But until publishers and developers are willing to, one, back the games that are becoming esports, we won't see a lot of established and controlled environment leagues where if something like this were to happen, you now have, like you said, have a a third party come in and be like, you can't do this. Yeah. You're breaking rules. You're breaking the law. <clears throat> we're now stepping in. Yeah. And if we find that, you know, you're doing something shady or something that we don't agree with, you're getting fined. But we won't see that. And I think, but I think this is a step toward that. Because once players start having agents and lawyers, I think publishers and developers at some point will see hey, these guys are trying to make this a serious thing. We should, we should back it. 
Yeah. We should support it because at this point, esports is is an extension of video games, and it it almost seems like publishers don't they don't want to support the the extension but they're kind of manipulating and abusing it so that they can sell more games yeah but if they just accept it and put some money behind it they could essentially make more money than they are by just saying hey we're putting out this new game all right we're the top pro players and streamers that we can give this to for free. They'll they'll play it on the stream and people will buy the game. If you actually put money into these league, people will support them and that's more money back to you long term. Because you now have people who are invested in these ecosystems for competitive games that you're making and that they want to support and watch people play at a competitive level. Mm. But until we see that, and I and I don't know when it will happen. A couple of years. You think a couple of years? I think so. I can see. What do you- yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm still thinking that it might not be until like. I want to say double digit, maybe, mm. maybe ten, like eight to ten years. Um, but we already see it with some. Uh, developers and publishers like Ubisoft, kind of like PUBG, like they're being invested <clears throat> into the games that they're creating. Um, and, and from there, again, that's when you get your league associate associations. I still can't say it. I don't know what the fuck is out with me tonight. Um, but that's when you see those Kill starting to tonight. establish. Killing the English language today. <laughs> I think that's when you start seeing <clears throat> those be established and Esports solidifying where, un, like these kids aren't getting screwed over contract wise, mm. whether it be from a tournament organizer or organizer. Ah, dude, I'm You're gonna good quit. It. I swear good. To God. You got this. You got this. Come on. Tournament organizer or organizations. There we go. There we That's, go. Oh, I, right. that was too loud, but. I'm giving myself a round of applause right now because I butchered the English English language. But yeah, that that, that was my esports tifu tisu phase phase up rant. Yeah. Can yeah. I before before we continue though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Game of Thrones? No. Oh, okay. Dude, don't even get me fucking started. <laughs> don't... Oh man. Fucking Jon Snow snitched on himself. Listen. There was no one knew he stabbed her. The dragon took her and flew away. No one else was in the room. He snitched on himself. The idea also that at the end where someone was just like, Bran? That's like I, when, you, I when you don't do anything in the group with the group projects and you still get an A. Fuck, fuck Bran. Anyway, let me, let me ask you about this phase situation, right? What were your thoughts about Banks's tweets toward Nadeshot. Did you did you see those? I did, and I think they were just they were just he was thinking too much with his emotions, and uh, I think 
a lot of those things are just, I think you, you talk a lot of shit when you're angry. You talk a lot of shit when you're looking for a place to put that anger. And I think he did it. And I think him saying that he sued, he showed too much emotion was right. I think there's nothing else to that. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to lie. Nate shot is a genuine humble dude from these tweets that I'm reading. Because if I was him, I might have said, yo, I can go meet you in front of the the Beverly Hills sign. We can square up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can settle this. this. You right down the street. And this is why they don't give us money. (laughs) You right down the street. Like, we can settle it. Because I I made a joke and I was like, yo, he's coming mad hard at Nate Shot right now. Like, Nate Shot might be on the phone calling up Drake and be like, yo, I might need you to send the goons through. Yeah, to go fuck up some phase members like it. It was weird, but then like I saw the way that Nate shot responded, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, uh, <clears throat> nah. He he's too like he's too he's too much in his like logic mindset. Like, yo, I don't fuck with nobody. I'm just here to do what I gotta do. I'm chilling. I just wanted to tweet something. It got taken a little bit out of context. There was no names mentioned. People chimed in, and now I'm getting attacked. But you know what? It's cool. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to go back to uh, designing these hoodies and doing what I do best. (laughs) That's how I kind of looked at it after when I was like, yo, Nay, go square up. Fight them. But then I was like, "Uh, I'm I'm promoting the wrong things. Like, this is why they don't give us money. Who's us? Who's who's us not giving who money? This is why nobody gives us money, because when some shit would go down, we would immediately be like, yo, you trying to screw up? You trying to fight? Look, man, esports reflects hip-hop, all right? Tell me I'm lying. No. I'm still waiting for the 106 in Park. I'm sorry, the Breakfast Club type shit one day. You know what I'm saying? We got 100 thieves in the building. Oh, my God. You haven't said in the building in forever, bro. No, I, I want it so bad though. We got Nate shot in the building. No, um. Wait, but how does how would that work? How how would a Breakfast Club esports work? Because Breakfast pod- Club is a, a radio. So would you have this, esports this radio? This podcast right here. This oh, is I the see breakfast. what you're doing. That's we're the Breakfast Club of esports. You know, most gamers don't eat breakfast, though, right? Eat your breakfast, kids. <laughs> and drink your goddamn water. And drink your goddamn water. So, let's move on from Phase Clan, right? Let's talk about John Wick. Oh, yeah. Now, people are probably like, how the fuck does John Wick, what does he have to do with video games? Because this is an amazing fucking game, a movie. It was no. Um, I was <clears throat> the movie was great actually, up until the ending. The ending had me was like, "Yo, what is this corny ass shit?" And why are we getting a fourth one? I thought this was supposed to be a trilogy. I'm ready for a fourth one. How dare you? 2021. That's the official May twenty something May May something 2021. Well, he's in Fortnite officially. So that first skin that we saw in Fortnite, the Reaper skin, yeah, was not John <clears throat> Wick, right? But it was. It was. Yeah. You want to know why? Because the season, he was a part of the season three battle pass, which yep. came out February twenty second and twenty eighteen. Yep. 
John Wick 2 came out in February 10th of 2017. It was John fucking Wick. That's clearly a, almost to the exact date, a year anniversary for John Wick 2. Hey, let's put on John Wick 2 or John Wick skin. Like, epic. You're you literally using John Wick likeness for this skin, and then you actually release a John Wick skin. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they got that approved and didn't get sued the first time. But now it's an official skin. But now it's an official skin. And here's my oh. question. Oh, no. Here's my question for you and the audience, Henry. Yes. Why? I have the docket in front of me, so I already know the question. But anyways, keep going. All right, well, you're a cheater. I don't know how you pass school cheating on tests. I mean... <laughs> Why <laughs> is, first of all, why is John Wick a skin in Fortnite? Mm-hmm. And then the second part of the question is, why is John Wick a skin in a game that is classified as a child's game? Not by Epic, but by the general public. Because I think... <clears throat> he was officially put into the game to kind of draw adults to it and say, hey, like, we may look like a child's game, but you've watched John Wick. You know he's not a no, child. Because John Wick is for, is is first a pop culture thing more so than a violent character. Okay. I'm rolling with uh, you. He is more so of a pop culture icon than a violent character. You see him first, you think of, oh, John Wick, cool. You don't think of how he fucking shoots dudes in the faces and shoots people in the foot. You think of, oh, it's the guy who like, who like went out, who like fought some dudes because they killed his dog. He fought, he, you think of, you think of, you don't even think of John Wick. You think of Keanu Reeves and puppies. That's why. You don't think of the whole violent movie and everything like that and the cursing and the, and the best scene in John Wick 1 where he's in the fucking, the spa in New York City, which, by the way, it's a great fucking spa. If you guys got the money, hit up oh. that spa. Oh, my God. Um, Are we like, going there this weekend? You want to go there? I'm down. Um, Maybe. But it's the idea of, like, you think of Keanu Reeves and you think of puppies and you're like, oh, cool. You don't think of that. You think of it more for it's and 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 Fortnite will always do things for the memes. And John Wick in itself is kind of a meme. Keanu Reeves himself is kind of a meme. Yeah. So I think that's why. I don't think they did it to attract adults. I think they just did it for the for the lulls and the memes. But my thing is, how did they get away with this when they literally made a skin based off his character before they had an official character? Like, how is it that rappers are able to sue or are eight I mean, are I th- willing to sue for their dances? I mean, and I think the it's also like Fortnite too. just does whatever the fuck they want. I mean, at this point, but yeah, I think they have money to defend the time, themselves. I guess also at the time, it was like, it was like, what well, Fortnite was like, ah, we didn't get. Maybe they were trying to get John Wick, and then they ended up not getting it because didn't at the same. When, what year did the the John Wick expansion, the John Wick stuff, come out for Payday? I think it was after the first movie, which I think that was in 2014. So that probably came. Maybe not. Maybe I guess I'm wrong then. Let me look it up. February 9th. Of 2017. Wait, no, no, no. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, who knows? Maybe Fortnite was trying to get 
that and they ended up not maybe they were trying to get it and then like they were like you know what maybe we could just try to get a excuse me maybe we could just try to get a like just we'll get this likeness and hope they don't fucking get mad at us and that's it well they got lucky that they didn't get sued because i feel like that would have been a case that they weren't winning the rappers yeah. yeah we can get you guys the fuck out of here uh the saxophone guy we can kind of get you the fuck out of here yeah john wick nah ain't happening But it, it was weird. I don't know. To me, it was just weird being like, this isn't a kid's game. But now that you explained it, he's a meme. It, it, it makes sense. Like, I still don't It makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. I'm still not a fan. I'm, I, I don't agree with it. But I get what you're saying. But yeah. Mm. Again, to re- reiterate, uh, the John Wick Payday 2 skin came out February 9th of 2017. Which would essentially follow with with the release of John Wick Two, which came out February tenth of twenty seventeen. So clearly, mm-hmm. they were in, you know, they worked together on that. Versus mm-hmm. where Epic just came out a year later and was like, "Hey, we couldn't get the official skin yet. Here's a redesign. That's not really John Wick, but it's John Wick." I guess you could say, like, to some extent. That skin could be Neo, mm. and now they have an official John Wick skin, but it wouldn't make mm. sense because Neo's never had long hair, so. Yeah. Eh, they probably won't even have him in the rotation. Who, Neo? Yeah. No, no, like that other John Wick skin. Oh, oh. I was going to say, like, they don't, well, they now they should just pursue Neo, just have a whole Keanu mm. Reeves, like, Fortnite meme skin you know what I mean like just go yeah. through his entire career yeah why not give me a Bill and Ted skin is that the Criano Reeves like weird face looking over his shoulder mm, maybe with the crazy hair yeah 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 give me a give me it all give me a lake house version <laughs> <clears throat> Let's get into our final topic of the night, right? Final topic of the night. NC Double A. They voted against governing uh, collegiate esports, right? Mm-hmm. So pretty much what they said was, "Yo, y'all, y'all go have fun with that. Go do whatever. We don't want no parts and trying to manage that." Which is so fucking stupid because you guys just literally just set up all these collegiate players to be fucked over by organizations. But whatever. Why you say that, I'm happy that NCAA is not governing it. And here's why. The NCAA already screws over its traditional sports players. They don't allow them to make any money whatsoever. So for the kids who are playing for these sports teams who didn't get a full ride or don't have a scholarship at all, these esports players, if they don't get screwed over by their org, can mm. make some money on the side, pay their tuition, and not have to worry about as much debt or any debt. And they can still get scholarships from outside the NCAA that they can't control because it's not coming through them. It's not being regulated through the NCAA. So they could get a sponsor, who knows, say Toyota wants to sponsor somebody from Overwatch League and be like, yo, we want to put you through school. Yeah. We'll pay for all of it. 
the NCAA won't see a dime. Well, no, yeah, actually, the college will get all the money, but the NCAA won't see a dime. It won't be until money solidifies in esports and orgs start making more money and not being in the red, then the NCAA will be like, yo, we want in on this. Y'all can't just be having college students make this amount of money and we're not seeing any of this. Again, the money's still going back to the school, but the NCAA makes so much money off of college students and in college sports, it's insane. And the fact that they don't have to play the uh, pay the players, it's just more yeah. money that they're pocketing. So I'm happy that they're not governing uh, collegiate esports because I want college yeah. students to make their money and All pay right. for their tuition. The way you put that up there, that makes sense. Plain and simple. I was, looking, I was looking at more so of a protection kind of thing, but that makes a lot of sense. That's my only thing. I do think the NCAA would be able to protect them against orgs in a legal manner, but I'd rather see... I I would rather take the risk of an org, one org screwing over one person versus all the collegiate players who won't get screwed over and will be able to pay their tuition and not have to go to court over money. And they can just be like, yo, my college is paid for. I'm done. I'm set. <clears throat> and not even yeah. be an esports player after that. That's how I looked at it. Mm. Could you imagine if you would have been gotten a scholarship from, you know, Toyota to go through nurse nursing school? And all you had to do was play Overwatch, or all you did was play Overwatch. But boom, you finish. You can you can now be a nurse, and you don't have to ever touch Overwatch again. I would be dope. And then you could buy all the bomber jackets that you wanted. All the bomber jackets. Even the one with the uh, Overwatch players' collectible cards that they're gonna make. I'm gonna kill you. That's okay. I, am mad. I gotta go. I am, mad I, I am mad. I never got the champion bomber jacket for the London Spitfire when they won last year. But that's for another conversation. Listen, I got to ask you, since we're wrapping up right now the show, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with esports. I'm scared hey, now. Hey, man, what do you think of Game of Thrones? I, I told you, I'm pissed that John snitched on himself, and why the fuck is Bran King? Oh, spoilers, by the way. If you're listening to this and still haven't watched, sorry, spoilers. They made Bran King. They... And they called him Brand the Broken. Like, that's so fucked up. I mean, he also didn't do shit. Yeah, but yeah, he has like honestly. he has greed sight now. He could just literally just be like, "Am I gonna be a good king?" Yep. Wait, but I thought he could only see the past, not the future. Is it both? You're right. Is it? I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm. I'm can I you see both? Like he could see. I thought he could see everything. All right. Maybe well, I'm wrong. If, if he can but, see both, uh, he should have found another way to delay the Ice King so that Arya could get there, other than sacking, uh, sacrificing Euron. Yeah, Theon. Like that was an asshole move. Euron uh, was out fucking. Uh, 
Yeah, Gyarados is the one who just wouldn't die. It's like, fam, you were just on a boat that a dragon blew up with its breath. Now you're here on a beach fighting Jamie Lannister. And you had the audacity to say you're the man who killed him and you didn't. It was a building. Never forget that, uh, never forget that, like, everyone hates this for the ending. And I'm like, this is what you get. This is what you get for for making, like, all these fantasy shows and comic shows and making them all, like, like popular in mainstream culture. When something, some of the things did not deserve to be popular mainstream culture. Looking at you, Walking Dead. Wow. I, under, I understand that. Looking at you, Game of Thrones. I didn't mind it. The first few seasons were great. <laughs> it's because they threw titties in there. No, no, no. For me, for me, it wasn't even the blood, the titties. It was good writing. Like I, I but that's because I read, listened to the audiobook of the first the book. I didn't finish it, but I got it halfway through. I read the um, first four books and it was great. Yeah. So for me, that's why I'm like. I like the characters. I like what they're dealing with. But then it got to a point where I'm like, nothing's happening. And Danny's too perfect. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Danny's I'm going to kill everyone. No, I've heard that in the book, they've actually hinted at her being uh, crazy and not 100% stable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a tweet too that was like, oh, the reason she burnt down King's Landing is because she was grieving and no one knows that better than the actress herself. You guys don't understand. And I'm like, all right, if she was grieving and she was genuinely angry or upset, wouldn't she have killed Jamie Lannister on site in Winterfell when she saw him? Because he's the one that killed her father, not Cersei. Like, only thing that Cersei did was have the throne. She could have killed, she could have burned down the Red Keep and it would have been over. Like, if you're grieving, I don't think you take, I can't say because everyone grieves differently, but I don't think most people would have slaughtered an entire city and then be like, all right, I'm cool. Actually, you know what? I'm not cool. Let me take over the rest of uh, the world. Yeah. It's like, What? But for me, it was just it was just the potholes, and I was just like, whatever. Like, yeah. John snitched on himself, pissed me off. Brand knew he was going to be king and let people die. That probably could have prevented and wouldn't have changed much. He could when he told John he was Targaryen, he could have easily marked off Danny and would have been over with. Like in Winterfell, after they killed the Ice King, it was just I don't, I don't know. Well, this is an esports podcast. Why are we why are we talking about Game of Thrones? <laughs> Look, you see what you did? You're trying to get me riled up. Uh, uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast. Oh, as usual, we love and we appreciate you guys as always. And I will let Troy finish the outro because I um, just stole that from him. No, no, you. I was you yelled at me last week about trying to get the last <laughs> word in. All right, so I was like, oh, I'll let Henry do his thing. But, guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. And until good game do us part, we'll talk to you on the next episode. Yeah.